play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. If you want to crown them, then crown their But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Hello and welcome in everybody to the 2019 debut of Commissioner's Corner, kicking off the 2019 and 7th Luke season. That stands for League of Ordinary Gentlemen, although it's full of 10 extraordinary gentlemen. Uh, I am joined tonight by the mouth of the South himself, um, Paul Sheffield. Uh, the name speaks for itself. Chills just went down your back. It went down mine. Paul, you're here with us tonight. How are you doing? After last season, the most notorious trash talker in the league, regardless of record. We don't need to get into that quite yet, but how are you feeling about the 29th season and being on the first episode of Commissioner's Corner this year? You know, honestly, it's a privilege. Um, I would say, <laughs> historically, my record hasn't proven much besides a season where I did not draft my team. Uh, historically, I have... Never had a winning season besides the season where Joey drafted my team. So this year, while you may see some trash talk coming from the Sheffield corner, I think uh, this, is a, this is a year for me to prove uh, that I really can compete with some of the best. So this is a year where I'm coming after every single player in this league, and I'm here to prove myself as a champion. Love it. Love it. And and prior to this show, the reason we are uh, getting together tonight and live streaming this uh, podcast for you is... Our league decided that we needed to know our draft order prior to the Lug draft Sunday, August 18th. 18th. <laughs> there we go. Nice. 18th at 5 p.m. 5.15. 5? 5, 5, 5 p.m. Hold that okay. 5. I'll, okay. I'll send a reminder. John's but, in Thailand. so I, Yeah, you know. he told me 5 was still good. Okay. Um, so going at 5 p.m. But we needed to know the draft order. So the selection will be tonight. We're sticking with our... Um, Normal process, we're going to videotape a random drawing out of a hat. We have 10 names on paper. Uh, going to announce those from 10 to 1. This is what we've done all six of the prior years. You can find that video and this podcast, or along with this podcast, I guess, on www.theportlandpocket.com um, if you want to go and check that out. And then I think that's uh, all I got. Paul, without further ado, should we go ahead and kick this thing off? Let's do it. Brought to you by Nike. Today we are using the very special Nike Pride hat, courtesy of all the people who like the same sex out there and people who don't like the same sex. We don't judge. We're just here to play football. That's right. Great advertisement, Paul. And uh, with that, <laughs> that's beautiful. Honestly, that's what we stand for here. Um, let's kick off the draft order. I think I think you're playing the role of Vanna White tonight. Uh, go for it. Here we go. With the number 10 selection. Cooper Sprunk. Wow. Coop. Been on a pretty good tear the last couple years in terms of uh, self-comparison progress. He, he's improving each year as an owner. And you can tell he's starting to listen to more intel. My guess is uh, it has to do with his gambling. Um, but Cooper really really showing his prowess last season. Um Nearly making the playoffs despite falling short in the last couple of weeks. Uh, how do you feel about the 
10 spot, Paul, uh, in terms of fantasy football draft? Do you feel like that's a spot with some potential? Do you feel like there's a little bit of risk going into uh, being the last pick of the first round? Or, or, or what are your thoughts if you're hit drafting 10? Honestly, there's nothing to lose at number 10. Uh, I think at this point, all the all the best running backs have gone. Probably the number one receiver has gone at the very least. Um, but what you have the opportunity to do is pick two guys back to back. If you're struggling between two different guys, you can pick them both up. Um, I think it's a, it's a really good draft strategy. 10 is probably one of my favorite spots to be in, uh, maybe besides one. But again, you read 10 different articles, you're gonna get 10 different answers. So yeah. I, I think this will be a good pick for Cooper. Um, I think maybe this year we can maybe see him in the playoffs. Yeah, I I, I was telling you off the uh, off the podcast that I, I like 10 because uh, you can get that. I, sometimes I think it's harder to land the best talent of the second round than it is to grab some form of first round talent because it seems like top 10 usually you're somewhat safe outside of an injury um or a Le'Veon Bell contract holdup shout out Tyler Bagginstoss um but otherwise I think that second round is super pivotal and having the first choice there uh gives you some room to risk it if you want to go with a, a QB or if you want to go um double up on the same position you grabbed in the first round and dominate kind of the preseason of that position. I, I, I like the variable um, that 10 provides for that owner. Absolutely. With that said, let's move right into nine. Vanna? John Fishback. John Fishback, one of the uh, statistically better owners in our league, currently residing in Thailand, um, somewhere off an island. He, he's in touch, though. He says he's going to be there on draft uh, uh, draft day. I think that's going to be like 8 a.m., and if we know anything about John Fishback, it's that he hates waking up early. Uh, so we're all we're all going to applaud his appearance if it turns out to be so. Um, but how are we feeling about John at 9, Paul? I actually like John with one of the later picks, um, and the reason I say that is because John, I feel like more than most owners in this league, is always scheming for a trade. Um, I could see potential for an early trade here to see if he either wants to trade up or maybe trade this pick to get two picks in the second round. It'll be really interesting for John. I think there's a lot of strategy that goes behind this pick, and he st- can still get a lot of talent. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think uh, I think John's pretty savvy in his own right, good on the waiver wire, and I think being late in the draft has some similarities and characteristics of owners who are successful on the waiver wire. So I think John could be dangerous here. Well, it, oh, n- go ahead. Yeah, no, n- nine I think uh, historically is a tough-ish spot, um, and John being statistically one of the three most winning owners in this league. Um, does he have a championship? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, he does have a championship, but I think uh, giving giving sometimes a challenge to these teams that are really good gives uh, gives a him an opportunity to show how good of an owner he is, but also gives some of the lesser guys like myself um, an opportunity to maybe show him up. What a timid comment. Okay, with that, let's move to number eight. Tyler Bagenstoss. Oh, Ty, Ty, Ty. With Zeke holding out, Amari Cooper wanting a raise, Tyler Bagenstoss now has to add the stress of drafting number eight in the 2019 Luke draft to his list. Paul, eight spot has been tough in the past. Uh, what What are your thoughts um, with Tyler, another, another proven owner, uh, grabbing this spot? 
having eight and having our draft this early, um, you could see potential for guys that either are holding out or um, or other things. You could see you could see them dropping, and Tyler could either take the opportunity to take them up. Um, oh, he loves holdout guys. Yeah, he <laughs> historically it'd be uh, it'd be pretty funny if he ended up getting Zeke after. I would love Le'Veon. that I, if Zeke if he grabs Zeke and then he sits eight games. I'd be so happy. <laughs> Tyler draft Zeke. Um, He's first round talent. Yeah, I, I I think Zeke will probably be gone before that. But again, I don't want to I don't want to talk for any owners that are seven through one. Uh, but I think this is a fun spot for Ty again. Another another big trade opportunity um, has a chance to maybe grab the number one wide receiver or grab a uh, RB one hopeful. Nice, like it. Um, let's jump right into seven here. Who you got? Who you got? Who you got? Who you got? I feel like it's you. I want se- I want you to have seven because it's the worst spot in the draft. That's really fucked up. Kyle George. Ooh, after Paul says it's the worst spot in the draft, Kyle George grabs it. Um, Kyle, really proven owner in terms of the regular season. Uh, regular season. Ooh, shots fired early. Um, nonetheless, seven's a tough spot to deal with. Uh, you're never out of it in fantasy football, but how are you feeling about seven and, and maybe... What's the pathway to success drafting seven and having to wait six picks before, or yeah, six picks before you get a draft, even that second rounder? Kyle's a proven owner that shows that he can win in the regular season. Uh, not even a shot. Just like Kyle is one of the best regular season owners in this league. And <laughs> you're really king I on that I, regular season portion I, of that. I want to see him do well in the playoffs because he deserves it. Being, I think the second most winningest owner in the league. Um, there's a three-way tie for first. Is it? Oh, I can't, oh I, so yeah, I think there's a three-way fourth, tie. Yeah, then. fourth. But one of the better owners in this league, um, being in stuff, such a tough spot, um, I think Kyle has a lot of opportunity. Um, I think in the later round, seven typically is good because you have a more better opportunity to grab some sleepers. I don't know. I, I, I'm just I'm just making shit up at this point, honestly. We could see Kyle trade, too. <laughs> he's he's known to uh, shuffle some deals around, and I think as we grow older, people are more realistic about their uh, trade expectations, which bodes poorly for myself. Um, but <laughs> Derek's always out there. Um, I think uh, Kyle could make some moves here. Nonetheless... Despite the draft, Kyle's proven to own the waiver wire along with John and Jack and a couple and Randall, a couple of the top owners uh, who've proven themselves picking people up. Wouldn't expect Kyle to uh, struggle much based on draft position. It's also this is a very gray first round as is anyway. Yeah, a great draft. I yeah, mean, it's a, it is. It it's really not, is. First couple rounds, felt, especially last year, felt like there was a lot of top heavy opportunity this year feels spread out feels like yeah. i don't i mean I, I don't know i haven't done too much research but enough to know like it feels more more spread this year we we might be looking at back what 17 weeks from now or 18 weeks from now and seeing like wow kyle got the steal of the draft so we say it's a tough spot but again being the good owner that kyle is i think he has a really good opportunity to show a lot of us up yeah okay love it number six draw for me paul Derek Singer. I'll let you lead off on this one. <laughs> Honestly, I I don't want to start the season trash talking. I, I was I was hoping Derek would uh, get a good spot, but Derek actually last year traded up to get Alvin Kamara. True, Derek I, had a great draft last year. Yeah, and at the time we thought it was a terrible pick. Thought it was so stupid. And proved us wrong. It it I'm For still half of this season. I'm still gonna blame that my team got screwed because of it. All I've right, explained well. it a little bit before. But um, 
You could have still drafted Saquon. You I didn't still could have drafted Saquon, but I picked Zeke instead, which wasn't a bad pick. Uh, my team just sucked besides that. With that being said, uh, six, another tough spot in the draft. Um, I think it's hard to give Derek statistics because he gave up one season, to be completely honest. Um, but I think Derek is one of the longest fans of this league of football, just having a dad that grew up such a big Steelers fan. That's true. Derek's always been dedicated to the NFL. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so um, I think it, it's hard to say Derek's the worst the worst owner or the second worst owner be- behind myself uh, when you gave him a big goose egg season when he gave up about three weeks in. Um, so D- Derek, Derek, I I could see being a scary owner this next season. I, I'm 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 nervous of Derek, which is something I thought I'd never say. That is not how I expected that to go, and and I want to leave it on that positive note. So let's bounce right into five. Trying to redeem myself this season by being a good owner. That'll last like three weeks into the preseason. David Walzer. Wow, David moves up to five. Um, well, I guess not moves up. Grabs number five. Uh, David, just like Cooper, has shown ownership prowess. He's had a couple good finishes in his career. I think a third place, a second place maybe. But last year, he really showed that he cared and made that Cinderella run. Talking shit in the group text. Absolutely slanging fire left and right. Uh, I was I was probably a David Walzer number one fan, um, or at least in the club. Uh, I'm excited to see what he does here at five with a little more expertise on his side coming into this season. Yeah, I, uh, I, <laughs> I know I stole the thunder there. No, but. I, I fully agree. I think, and this is this is my own rendition of who I think the top players are. I'm not going to say who they are, um, but I think there's five or six guys that could end up being number one at their position. Um, and so with his pick, it might not necessarily be chosen for him. He might just end up grabbing the guy yeah. that could be that could be the best player um, in fantasy. Uh, so I think I think this is a this is a fun position for David to be in. I also like it just uh, being a symmetrical guy is what I'm going to say on this. He gets an even e- even turnout round after round. He's always going to be number five. So um, it, it makes it pretty easy um, to kind of see you don't have long breaks between picks. You don't get that fatigue that some of the guys will at like one or at ten. Um, it's, it's, it's something that's going to keep you active the entire draft. Yeah, I like it. Um, let's move right into number four. I believe. Wow, this is exciting. I know me and you are both still. I, know, in I, was, about, I, I was about to say no I, one, no one think that we've recorded this multiple times because we haven't, and we just are getting lucky. Last year, remember Connor and I were what four and three, or five and four. I was picked like seven. Were you really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought you were right behind me. I thought though. Yeah, I, 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 I you were six. Oh, okay. Well, this is exciting for us. Watch us be one. It's also two. not a, really well, a great thing to be number one. I I like one. I, I like don't know. The, this like year, the, I don't know if I, I like, like one. how fun, exciting yeah. it is. The what does he say himself? The the uh, defending Luke champion, <laughs> Jack McDonald. A name no one likes to see come up on anything. Um, Jack McDonald, obviously three time Luke champion. Um, we all claim just by luck. Uh, power of the dent, call it what you will. Jack gonna be dangerous here in this uh, four spot. That's for sure. Four is a good spot to be in. Yeah. A position I would have loved to hold. Uh, honestly, I, I think four is a great spot, yeah. and uh, I think Jack's the kind of owner who knows exactly who he wants in the draft and has a proven track record of being right about those guys. So I'm on high alert here with Jack. I, I think there's potential that he has his worst season of all time because, of course, I'm gonna say that. Um, but 
also with his uh, history, I'm, I'm not loving the concoction I'm seeing with him grabbing this spot. I hate doing this. I, I, I hate that I'm doing this. I think I'm being soft this season so far. I, I, I honestly hope for myself that I'm not this all season. Yeah, you've I, turned you've turned so soft, soft. I know. But I will be the first to say it besides himself. I think Jack is the best owner in this season. So seeing him get a top four pick is tough because... I mean, there's... Uh, it, I don't think that. I just... He's won three championships, so I yeah. get why you're saying yeah, that. Yeah. I think he's an idiot that just blinds, blindly Great. stumbles into championships. Yes. Okay. And, and I, I want, Shout out you, Jack. See you this weekend. I, <laughs> I want to agree with that. And I'm not going to say I disagree. Um, but seeing him get a top four spot is tough uh, for, for the little guys like myself. Yeah, um, that's true. I don't know what that feels like to be a little guy. But yeah, I, you, I would imagine you do about half the time. You've been you've been bottom. Two I don't about know half them. Okay, the well, often, let's go so. to number three. There we go, dude. If it's not either you or me, this I is, know this, this is, is going to be is, bad. This is real bad. <laughs> Come on. Okay, Paul Sheffield. All right, all right, Paulie, Paul. How you feeling about your third spot? That's a that's a decent spot to be in as well. I, I would have loved that one as well. I'm not loving the top two. Yeah. No. Uh, I actually told myself before this, if I'm not top three, there was going to be a, a very high risk position that I was going to do. Uh, we can talk about this after the draft because um, I don't want to give out give away my strategy. Uh, but three is one of the one of the spots I wanted to be in. Obviously, um, I wanted to be one of those top two spots to get one of those top two guys. Uh, but I, I'm I'm content with three. Um, I wouldn't say three is an easy spot to be in, uh, particularly later rounds. Uh, but I like I, I like three. I really do like three, especially this season. Um, I could either take a really big risk um, or go with a probably number three running back. So I'm excited. Okay, I like that. Yeah, um, I, I think three is a good spot to uh, obviously grab a talent that outside of injury should or contract holdout should um, absolutely tear it up for you. And, and then in the second round, you know that's where you're trying to hit home runs anyway second third fourth round if you're not in the top five of that round you know it's talent starting to not run thin but just be a little more risky and i think at that point you are hoping to get kind of one of those top five picks after you've seen the first couple names go off the draft lottery board strategy aside i think there's a pretty clear one and two um again i'm not going to say who that is um but i think there's a very good opportunity there's a very good chance that zeke will be the number one pick at my time which again could be a hard decision for me. Uh, Zeke has uh, proven to be one of the best running backs in this league, and when he's in a holdout, I don't know if I want to be a second Le'Veon Bell owner. Um, it, it'll be interesting, but I'm excited for this pick. All righty, and with that, let's move on to number two. Uh, between myself and Randall, I believe. Yep. Okay. Scary. scary. It's scary. I mean, either of these spots kind of mean the same thing, so I'm not terrified, but... I think I'd love to be one at this point. I yeah, mean, right? Absolutely. At this point. It feels yeah. like a win early in the season. Absolutely. And two of the better owners in this league, uh, never having won a championship, I, it's hard to say because I, I have. Um, Joey has. Yeah, I have. Uh, the championship says otherwise. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but the trophy I th- says otherwise. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I think this will be a very interesting one-two punch. Let's go. I really hope it's not you for it everyone to, to Luke's sake. It has to be me. Randall yes! Tanner. Yes! <laughs> Let's go. I hate that. This is rigged. Hold this that. is rigged. Hold this that is one rigged. <laughs> Connor forced me against my will. Connor That's forced Randy's me against my will. That's Randy's selection. 
And here's your winning ticket. What? That'll be myself. Drafting number one. I'll call out the elephant in the room. I I know. I know Jack McDonald. First off, oh, this is rigged. Yeah, Jack, he'll be the first one. Jack, you 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 Suck have three it. championships. You know what? Let's see if you can win it with a hard drafting spot. So honestly, Connor, congratulations. I think this is uh this is tough for both you or Randy. Um, Connor and I talked before this again. I'm not going to name any players, but I think um, I don't love going one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't love. Yeah, it. exactly. I think um, it's good though because I mean, after it got past four, I was kind of like, "Fuck!" I mean, at this point, I just want to win the lottery. Yep. And so I got the first choice at picking yep. the top player in the league. And last year, I think uh, Kyle did it at two with yep. Gurley, and and Le'Veon could have been if I mean that's a extraneous circumstance. Despite how much shit I'll give Tyler for being so <laughs> dumb picking him, um, but. I, I'm excited. I, it's all powers in my hands first. I like yeah. it. And like I, I, I said kind of the same thing for David, but I'll mention it for one too. For David, it's nice because again, I think there's five players here that could go number one overall, and people wouldn't necessarily bat an eye. For David, it's made for him. For you, it's like you're setting the trend of this draft. Yeah. So I do I, like it. I've yeah. Set the tone, baby. Yep. Um. I, Lord knows I, I'm doing I my have, research now, baby. Let's I, go. I. I also absolutely hate that it's you. If there's yeah, two people, I hold that, all the power. Yeah, if there's two people, Everyone I didn't bow want down this. To me. Yeah, if there's two people, I didn't want this. It was you and Jack. Jack. Yeah. Yep. Okay. There we go. Yep. Let's get that out of the, the way. Two, the two most hated people in this league. That is you. You have that built well, firmly. Absolutely true. The Which only is one that had to record intentional grounding because you were too controversial. Yeah. Well, controversial, but also the best looking in the group. So it's like I understand why I'm controversial on so many levels. Right. That's what we were all thinking as well. Uh, I think that wraps up the draft selection show. Uh, Paul, thanks for joining me. We'll we'll be doing these shows uh, more constantly as the season approaches, and then hopefully in the midst of the regular season, the playoffs will be uh, giving you weekly updates on the Lug and everything that transpires, starting with a Sunday draft, 5 p.m. Uh, we'll, we'll be sure to provide you a recap shortly after. Looking forward to talking to you all again. Paul, thanks for joining me. See you all there. Peace out. You play to win the game. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. If you want to crown them, then crown their But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook.